This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible, and we do appreciate those of you that are watching today, especially if this is the first time you've ever uh, seen Getting to Know Your Bible. And let me thank you for watching today. Stay tuned. We appreciate those that watch every time we come on the air. Thank you so much for your encouragement as well. Now today on our telecast, this is our subject that has a basis found in the Old Testament, the plumb line, the plumb line. Those of you who may be carpenters or have done some work along that line or may be familiar with a plumb line and you may be a little surprised to find out the Bible has something to say about it. I hope that you'll stay tuned as we discuss that today. Now, on Getting to Know Your Bible, we're offering a free Bible correspondence course. We have thousands and thousands of people throughout the world that are studying this Bible course. We want you to have it as well. You say, well, Brother Lambert, how much will it cost me? Absolutely nothing. Well, let me make a correction there. It will cost you a little of your time to sit down and to study it, and to, to fill out the questions that, are, that come along with it and mail it back to us for grading. And so you, will, you may have to buy a stamp to send it back to us, but that's all it's going to cost you. And I hope that you'll avail yourself of this opportunity. We have so many people to tell us how much they really appreciate this Bible course. It, it helps them to get to know their Bible. We want you to have it in an order that you might know more about the course, in order that you might know how to receive the course, let's pause for just a moment. To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail, and it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, P.O. Box 314, Summerdale, Alabama, 36580. Or call toll-free 1-877-711-5214. I'm going to be reading now from the book of Amos, chapter 7, beginning with verse number 7. Thus he showed me, Behold, the Lord stood on a wall made with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. And then the Lord said, Behold, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not pass by them anymore. The high places of Isaac shall be desolate and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste, and I will rise with a sword against the house of Jeroboam. This is the third vision that Amos saw that explained God's judgment against Israel. God was bringing judgment against his people. 
And in this particular vision, Amos sees the Lord standing against a wall. And he has a plumb line in his hand. Now, now a plumb line is a string that has a lead bob on the end of it. And you use that string and that lead bob on the end of it to determine the vertical perfection of a wall. You see, gravity will stretch the string straight down and it will make it perfect. It will make it a vertical standard. Israel had been formed by the plumb line of, of the Lord, that is, by His Word. Now with the plumb line, God is going to show how far out of line the people are. The New Testament emphasizes the importance of straight and solid surfaces. In the seventh chapter of Matthew, beginning in the 24th verse, Jesus said, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, him will I liken unto a wise man that built his house upon the rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew upon that house, and it fell not, for it's founded on a rock. You see, it was a solid surface. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 11, Paul wrote by inspiration, Other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So we must have a firm foundation. And Jesus Christ is the point from which we plumb. God wants everything tested by His plumb line. Every decision we make, every action in our lives it is to be put up aside God's plumb line. Now everyone doesn't use the Word of God as the plumb line of their lives. Many use the rule of pleasure. In Luke chapter 12 we read about a man who was a rich farmer and he had no room where to bestow his fruits and his goods. And so he said, I'll just pull down my barns and I'll build greater and there I'll bestow all my fruits and all of my goods. And I will say to my soul, eat, drink, and be merry. He was using the rule of pleasure. Many people use the rule of opinion. Moses told Israel in the long ago, thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Don't, don't follow the crowd. Don't, don't follow those who hold a majority of opinion because they may not be right. But that's what many people use to test their lives. And some use the rule of certain prejudices. They said, well, this is the way we've always done it. This is the way we've always seen it. This is how I feel about it. And I'm not going to change my mind. 
You see, every decision and every action of our lives ought to be put up alongside the plumb line of God. We only get it straight, that is right, when we use God's standard. We are to use the plumb line of truth. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, the apostle wrote, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. If those were the only two verses in the Bible that emphasize the importance of the plumb line of truth, that is God's word, that ought to be enough. That ought to be enough for us to respect the Bible and to use the Bible to measure and to test our lives. 1 Peter 4 and 11 says, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. I realize that there are ways that people think are, are correct ways. But J, Proverbs 14, 12 says, There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends are there are the ways of death. Now, the only way that we can know something is right, spiritually speaking, is to measure it up alongside the plumb line of God's Word. And so the Bible is that by which we test our lives. God wants everything tested by His plumb line. You see, the plumb line suggests that God uses an exact standard. He doesn't just use a standard. It is an exact standard. In Isaiah, the 28th chapter, and in verses 16 and 17, the, the writer is talking about the foundation upon which the kingdom of God or the church is built. Now I want you to listen now to verse 16. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, Whoever believes will not act hastily. Now listen to verse 17. Also I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plummet. The hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies and the waters will overflow the hiding place. So there is an exact uh, uh, standard that God uses it is an exact standard that he uses. As he mentions here in verse 17, I will make just justice the measuring line. Now going back to what Amos talked about, the, a plumb line, a plumb line always hangs straight. If you can picture a string with a lead bob on the end of it, and that lead bob causes that string to stretch straight. Now when a mason 
would find his wall out of plumb. He doesn't discard the plumb line. He changes the wall. We have no right to discard God's standard. What we need to do is just to line up with it. Someone says, well, this is just not the way that I feel about it, Brother Lambert. You see, it matters little how we feel. I, I read this uh, illustration, and I think it well points out how, what I mean here. In the New Yorker, there was a cartoon of a boy in a math class. that The teacher had put on the, on the board... Seven times seven equals, and there was a blank. As a matter of fact, she had put that on the board enough for every student in the class to go to the board and to work that problem. Well, everyone in the class put 35 in the blank. Seven times five equals 35. There was one boy, however, who didn't do that. He put 75 in the blank. He t and, and the teacher told him, that is incorrect. He told the teacher, it may be wrong, but it's how I feel. There was a man by the name of Stephen Carter, who's a professor of law at Yale University, who said this. Please listen. Faith, is dead. Reasoning is dying and how I feel is going strong. And then he said, we are not interested in the Word of God. We are not interested in truth. We are not interested in the will of God, we are wrapped up in our own will and many people's God is their feelings. But I want us all to know that the word of God is truth. Not only is the word of God truth, it is absolute truth. There was a gospel preacher, now deceased, who had a man tell him one day, you cannot know what is true. You cannot be sure about anything. So this preacher asked him this question, are you sure about that? The fact is, we can be certain about certain things. We can be sure because the truth of God that is revealed in the Bible is absolute truth. And God's final judgment is going to be by his plumb line of truth. In Romans, the second chapter, Paul said, we are sure that the judgment of God shall be according to truth. We're not going to be judged by our opinions, by our feelings. We're not going to be judged by what people have been doing in culture. We're going to be judged by the plumb line of God. 
That's serious business. In John 12, 48, Jesus said, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him the word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. You see, in the last day, we're going to be judged not by what we think, not by how we feel, but what the plumb line of God has in it. That is the word of God. In Romans, the second chapter, in verse 16, Paul said that, that uh, we're going to be judged according to his gospel. In Acts chapter 17 on Mars Hill, Paul said that we're going to be judged in righteousness. Well, now, if we're going to be judged in righteousness, what does that really mean? And what is righteousness? Well, righteousness is identified for us in Psalms 119 and in verse 172. And that passage reads like this, All thy commandments are righteousness. Now, if you put all of that together, you have the Bible teaching that on the day of judgment, we're going to be judged in righteousness. That is, we're going to be judged by the commandments of God, by the word of God, by the truth of God, by the gospel. Listen to John in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which are written in the books. And the book of books will be opened on that occasion and will be judged by truth. You see, God's will measures us correctly. We need to be in line with truth. Not, not some of the truth, but all of the truth. Every bit of the truth. In Acts chapter 20 and verse 27, the Bible says, I, Paul was talking to the Ephesian elders, incidentally, and he said, I've not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. One may believe some truth and still be out of line by, respect, by not respecting other portions of truth. Uh, a person, for example, may say they believe in Jesus. And there's ample reason for us to believe in Jesus. Uh, there's so much reason for us to believe in Him. And it is so important to believe in Him. In John 8, 24, he even said, If you believe not that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. Even John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. So a person may believe in Christ, but if they do not repent of their sins, they're still out of plumb. They're out of line. They've not all obeyed all the truth. Another person may believe in Jesus and, and they may say, well, Brother Lambert, I've had people to tell me, I, I realize that what I'm doing is wrong and I've already stopped doing some of those things. I, I've stopped saying some of those things. I've stopped doing some of those things and, and, and I, I'm trying to, to show that I, I want to do what's right. Well, they're at the state of where they have repented of sin. So they believe in Christ, 
And here they have, they've repented of sin. But you see a refusal on their part to submit to, to water baptism for the salvation of their soul is to still be out of plumb. Now we're not talking about water salvation, we're talking about blood salvation. We're saved by the blood. We're washed from our sins in the blood, Revelation 1.5. Acts 22.16, 22, however, reads that, that we are, our sins are washed away in that blood when we're baptized. Rise, be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. So a person may do some of what God says, but if we don't do all of God, what God says, we're still out of plumb with God. And so it's not enough just to believe in Jesus. It's not enough just to repent. And may also say it's not enough just for a person to be baptized. That they need to live a faithful, dedicated Christian life to stay in line with God. But now let me ask a question. How will your life pass the test of God's plumb line? Now what we need to do is to stop and, and, to, and to check up on ourselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5 says, Examine yourselves. Examine yourselves. Well, why? Whether you be in the faith, prove your own selves. Uh, that's another way of saying we need to examine ourselves to see if we are in line with God's plumb line. Now, the plumb line is not something that needs to be adjusted. It may be that our lives need to be adjusted to the plumb line. Now, are you a Christian? You say, well, I've been thinking about it, Brother Lambert. I, I've been thinking about uh, uh, being baptized and, and being added to the church by the Lord according to what the Bible says in Acts 2.47. I've really thought about that. And, I, I, and I've, been, I've been visiting the church of Christ in, where I live. And, and I want to encourage you to keep on doing that. But let me ask you, what are you doing with what you know? Do you know you're lost without Christ? You say, yes, sir. Do you know Jesus died? You say, yes, I indeed, I know that. Do you know what the Bible teaches that one must do to be saved? It's not complicated. Friends, it's not complicated. Jesus put it so plainly, so simply, that even little children can understand it. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. You see, when we're baptized... That's when by faith that the blood of Christ washes away our sins, Acts 22, 16. We need to check up on ourselves. And I ask you right now, will your life pass the test of God's plumb line? Well, we need to check up on ourselves. It might be that we need to bring our bodies in subjection to the plumb line. In 1 Corinthians 9, 27, Paul said, I buffet my body, and I bring it into subjection, lest after having preached to others that I myself should be a, a castaway. So what about your life? What about your body? Is it in subjection to God's plumb line? 
The only way that we can be sure that we are in line with God is to study the Bible. You have to study the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Study. Study. Why? To show thyself approved. Study to show thyself approved. To whom? Unto God. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Rightly dividing, handling aright the word of truth. Being careful that we do not misuse and we do not abuse the plumb line of God. So we need to study. And it's only by studying the Bible that we can find out how to be in line with God. So I ask the question again, will your life pass the test of God's plumb line? I'd encourage you to study the Bible. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so God's plumb line is so important to us today. His plumb line being divine truth. Now I'm aware of the fact that there are those that will laugh at that. And they will make sport of it. They will, they will make fun of me for saying that. But that does not change absolute truth. It does not change truth. And so I would encourage all of us everywhere, from the least to the greatest, to line up, to get in line with the Word of God. Because one day we're going to stand before Him. And that plumb line is going to be right there alongside of the way I've lived. And I don't want to be out of plumb on the day of judgment, do you? No, no. I want to thank you for watching today. And I want to encourage you to visit the Church of Christ in your community. And you'll find people who are trying to go by this book. They're trying to do what God says. And they'll help you. And also, right now, please pick up your telephone and call for the free Bible Correspondence Course. It'd be the single greatest thing you've ever done for yourself to call right now for the Bible course. We want to send it to you so you can learn more about God's Word, the plumb line of divine truth. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you is my fervent prayer. We want to help you as much as possible in your search for a personal relationship with God. You can now easily access our free Bible correspondence course online at gettingtoknowyourbible.com. If there's any way we can help you grow closer to God, please email us at gettingtoknowyourbible at yahoo.com or call us anytime at 1-877-711-5214.
Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, P.O. Box 314, Summerdale, Alabama 36580, or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.